You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey there, I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are the hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. This episode is sponsored by Seven Point Threads, which is a locally owned online retail shop that sells exclusive merchandise from cannabis brands. All clothing items are unisex in style and size, so you and all your friends can enjoy. Brand, tell the people about the discount code. Okay, okay, twist my arm. We can't forget that. <laughs> you can use the code HANGOUT for 15% off all purchases at shop7point.com. So guys, let's dive right in. On today's episode, we are going to be interviewing a new beverage brand that has recently launched in the city. Their new twist to the cannabis market is bringing a drink, but not just any drink, a cannabis-infused seltzer to the people. We've had the opportunity to try their product a couple of times and have been blown away each time. We're so excited to see them enter in the Oklahoma market and pop off. So guys, please welcome Tucker from Ohio to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey, Tucker. Hey, appreciate you having me on. (laughs) We're so excited to have you here, and thanks for taking time out of your day to come hang with us. So before we dive into the actual brand, we'd like to ask you a little bit about your personal cannabis journey, where that began, and how long you've been consuming for. Okay, before I answer that, i got to say thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I've known you forever. I went to college with you, and I've seen you guys start and where you guys have grown. It's it's pretty cool. So Aww, you guys, thanks, or you ladies, have kicked butt. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Tiger. We that means so much. No, oh, I love that. I Blast from the past too. <laughs> we Blast do. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about like where your journey with cannabis began. I think it was on the golf course of Quill Creek. <laughs> Very specific. I Dude, love someone it. said that on um, um, most recent interview. It's probably Wesley. It was freaking Wesley. <laughs> I hope we smoked our first bowl together. That is hilarious. I was like, I literally just heard this. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> oh, you guys really are brothers. Oh. <laughs> that was the first time I ever consumed. But uh, my journey in the cannabis world, uh, on the business side, I was coaching and my last year of coaching, I had a couple buddies and we wanted to move out to Oregon and get into the grow. We wanted to be master growers. Yeah. You had so a dream. We did have a dream. We uh, moved out there, got into, got linked up with the group, uh, got into growing, got into opening a couple shops, mm-hmm. got into the sales side and uh, really got deep in the Oregon scene pretty quick. We okay. had, I mean, we, we did good. We had success uh, early. And How long well, did you live in Oregon? I was there for two years, just right around two. Okay. Wow, that's not crazy long to really spread your wings and like yeah, take it by a storm. I mean, we were just hustling though. We, we yeah. started off, didn't know anybody and yeah. just started chipping away. Which uh, is the best when you don't know anybody because what else do you have to do? Not shit. You have work. no excuse. Exactly. Work and mm-hmm. sleep and eat. And it takes a level of grind. Yes. To, to oh, even, yes. Whoever made it, I don't care what you say, you grinded. Oh, so yeah. hard. Yes. For sure. But one thing we learned out there was, I mean, we, we got to see the industry uh, from the dirt up. Uh, I learned I'm not a grower. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like my fingernails when they're not so dirty. Yes. <laughs> it was a yeah. great experience uh, and just really learning that the, the West Coast is another world, mm-hmm. right? They've yeah. been growing pot out there for generations. There's there's whole uh, communes and families that have year after year pull off crop after mm-hmm. crop. So it was just a, it was, and a it different was, world. It is. And it's wild moving from Oklahoma when a 
when an ounce was an intent to distribute yeah. out there where right. it was just like the West Coast produces more pounds than you could possibly it's imagine. crazy. Um, and like most people in Oklahoma illegally would be getting their... Shipped in. <laughs> you know, yeah. from California. I mean, there's, really? There's, there's groups that have made a living shipping, uh, yeah. shipping across. But it's anyways, it was a great experience and we got to learn a lot and... That's awesome. That was my intro to pot. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, okay, but like younger days though, when did you like, where did that come into play? Oh, man, I, I had a buddy. He's like, hey, you want to smoke this? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what it does. <laughs> yeah. I, I said no. I think the first time, second time, the third time I was like, all right, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried it and I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, did, but, okay, so you were an athlete. Did you play, did you ever like use cannabis like for your sports or different world back then it was not nothing it wasn't accepted like yeah, this. So, yeah. Uh, i mean i did I, I did consume it in college quite a bit yeah uh, mm-hmm. i learned with back in the day you're picking seeds out of reggie <laughs> right i remember that uh but yeah i didn't it wasn't as medicinal back then it was, di- yeah. it was such a i mean like if, especially like you guys having like really hard practices and stuff like that. I can only yeah. imagine like wanting to relax and feel your muscles not spasming. Mm-hmm. You know how that could probably, even if it was Reggie, you were picking seeds out of it. It did something good for your body. Yeah, It did. It yeah. Was, we had a good time. I, I always liked it though because I wasn't hungover. And yeah. I did mm-hmm. like, before I really got educated on the product and yeah. the, the health benefits it did have, I did like not being hang, hungover. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not just being more than just high. Yeah, type thing. yeah. I feel that. So, what's your favorite way to consume? Are you a flower guy? Edibles, dabs? What's your go-to? A joint. A joint. A joint oh. and, a, and a, a joint and an ojai. A joint and an ojai. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> one in one hand, one in the other. <laughs> Compliments one another. How about uh, you? How do y'all? What's y'all's favorite way? Well, oh, nobody's ever asked question. us. I love when people turn I the know. tables. So right now, right now, it's flour. Yeah. Last month it was edibles, but right now it's flour. It depends on what, but like yeah. flour and definitely like ripping the bong. But like there's Brandon edibles. Brandon loves ripping the bong. If Brandon well, had a tag to life, it's ripping the bong. <laughs> the bong you have is three feet tall. I know. I know. And you like stand up on a chair to like get on top of it. I'm just kidding. No, I've got another good question. What, yeah. If you like edibles, what dose was your favorite? Honestly, it depends on my environment, my mood, who I'm around. So if I'm like going out with friends, it's like, I really like Sublime. They're like 50 milligrams. Yep. Anything hits really nicely because it's consistent. If I'm out in like the sunshine, a 10 milligram Wana hits beautifully. But now it's about to be a 10 milligram Ojai, which we'll get into that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it really just depends. At night, I love one to one. So like during the week, I love nature's key one to ones because they're the higher dose. Yep. They're like 25s. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after a 10 hour day, and my to body have a one to one, that CBD just like helps your body yeah. so much. It's almost like, it, it like curves the highest. So you don't ever get it too does. high with CBD. It I does. Mm-hmm. It's like a really happy medium of like yeah. being in control, but like also actually feeling good and like having pain relief, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So tell us a little bit about Ohio Tucker and what you guys offer. Okay. Uh, I, the one thing I fell in love with the, with the concept of Ohio was it was a, and this is going to sound counterintuitive in our market. Okay. There's a lot of high, higher milligram stuff moves, mm-hmm. but it was an it was something you could drink socially and have more than one. Yeah, uh, and why I liked it is because I have been the historically loved to not love, but I've, I've liked to drink. Yeah, uh, and you can be with your friends 
who are drinking mm-hmm. and you can drink multiple drinks with them with cannabis yeah and and not be like you can have multiple of them with your friends yeah. and so like uh it's it like merges the two worlds of the it drinkers does. and the pot people it yeah. does you want to have a couple beverages with people yeah and i thought it was so different uh and I, anyway i was that was part of the reason i fell in love with skew but uh, yeah but what we offer as a brand i mean to our core is uh we're a social drink uh it, we're meant to have more than one, and we, we wanted something that I think our kind of defining factor mm-hmm. is something that tasted good. Yeah, uh, yeah. That people wanted to drink. Refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and and we, once we found Ojai and tried it, it was the first drink that didn't have any of that, you know, something like drink of distant yeah, taste. Yeah, or like the, the taste of a truly that, yeah, you know, yes. afterwards you're just like, oh, like, I yeah. Mean, I think our defining factor is taste. It tastes good. It does. It It really does. So I've tried it hot and I've tried it cold. The first time I tried it was when you brought it to me and I tried it hot because I was just so eager. And Brandon was like, you're going to drink it hot. And I was like, yeah, I'm just really eager. I just want to. Like do it. Horrible. So I did it. Um, it. It was good. It just wasn't as great as it was when I tried it cold at the launch party, and it was. I like wanted to chug the whole. Th- it it was it. so smooth. Yeah. It was just so to, smooth. You don't have to storm hot though. I'm sorry. You don't have to storm cold. That's yeah. good to know. I agree though. Cold. I think they taste better too. They do. It's it's not horrible at all. Drinking it hot, like it's just like drinking a hot beer like it's not it's <laughs> horrible yeah okay well it's not as horrible as drinking it's like drinking a hot like kombucha or something okay again not great I but like you know kombucha. what i mean yeah um but it was just so much crispier and better and then okay i remember going up to the table and i think it was lee yep. and she was talking about the terpenes that are in there so tell us a little bit about that I'm not the best terpene expert, surprisingly. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, but I, they're they're botanically driven dried terps. Cool. They're, uh, and they're really more for flavor. They now they do have an effect, and I mm-hmm. have to go pull up my notes on on what effect each one has. Okay. So each one has a different effect because I heard, I overheard her kind of saying that, but then I ne- never followed up with that. Like I had um, what did I have the you other had the night? pomegranate. The pomegranate, which she was telling me was more of like uplifting, that kind of like pep in your step type thing. Like the way she described them, and like yeah. one was like a one to one, and I chose the pomegranate because I was like, I want to try that flavor, and I need that feeling. And sure enough, I did have that feeling. Like I was like, oh okay, like this is a good like social high, like kind of like you were saying, like you felt like, you know, the whole motion of like having a beverage in your hand Mm -hmm. as liking being a person who likes to drink. Yeah. It's like, you don't feel like you're you're left out because you're not like consuming alcohol and being like, oh, I'm going to have such a bad hangover the next day. You know, like you can take your time. It is. And it's, it's cool. It's the act of drinking that's, that's, Better yeah. Than you're oh, with your peeps, so. yes. Well, yeah. and I feel like for people who don't consume alcohol, there's never been a another portal, and now mm-hmm. we have another portal where, like, I remember drinking it and I felt bubbly and fun, and I was like, "Wow, okay, I could see how this would be such a vibe, like at the lake or before going yeah. out, or like even at Blue Garden, just standing yes. there and like instead of having to drink a beer, like I would rather drink an Ojai, you know, that would be cool. And it's I think that's really cool that you guys have brought a product that can segue into people's addictions as well and like help curve that and they can still kick it with their friends and have a beer without Big feeling triggered yeah lake have ohio's oh i know we've been hitting all the lake towns uh, that's <laughs> genius we, that is so that's smart. so smart. Launch, though, like I, I do feel like we we picked a good time and it timed out right we 
originally had these grand grand ideas to launch last year, but everything takes longer than you originally oh, yeah. planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna hit right our stride when it starts getting warm, and I think this summer it uh, it'll be a good skew to drink to drink socially with your peeps. Oh, uh, it for sure is Oklahoma Lake Towns. Yeah. Like that is such a niche. Hell yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, so we always pay attention and love it when brands have a big focus on their aesthetic and presence. What's the inspiration behind like Ohio social media? Like you guys just kill it. Do you guys do you specifically deal with that, or do you have like other team members who do? It's our it's our marketing team, marketing, and okay. I got to give all the credit to them. Yeah, they absolutely, kill the kill the social media. Uh, I actually don't really have anything to do with that. They, do you guys have like a certain like what's the word I'm looking for expectation for your social media? Like, obviously there is, but as a team collectively, just as a company, I'm sure you guys have talked about like what is our vision for this. Describe that a little. I think our vision, or kind of again, what we talk about when we meet, is a real clear picture of what who we are, what we what we stand for. Mm-hmm. And we wanted a crisp, clean look yeah. uh, that reflects kind of our brand and, and the beverage you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's, yeah, it's refreshing. Clean and it's tastes good, and we want yeah. it to look good. So we just want a clear message to consumers, yeah, about yeah. Like who we are and, mm-hmm. and what we do. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh hi, though. Oh hi. Is out of Durango. Okay. Uh, wow, it's it, one of my favorite places right, ever right. is Durango, Colorado. Have you ever skied Perg? No. no. Oh my! It's I've heard it's amazing. Um, I've heard it's amazing. The Purgatory Resort that you're saying? Yeah, Purgatory. Okay, it's, no, it's, I've it's, camped out there though, like in the San Juan. So that was like one of the most beautiful places to camp, to be honest. And I rode the RZRs that we rented through the Perg up there, and it was cool. oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Perg is fun because or uh, Durango is fun. It's got a little, it's got a college there, so it's got this college vibe. Yeah. The, the mountains. 30 minutes away and it's it i've had a blast it's a vibe i need even like the town the town the coffee the shops the animus river like it's all take me there brandon okay (laughs) we'll go later our kind of slogan though is uh born in durango brewed in oklahoma and that's cool team out there they did a great job branding and and kind of funny i think brett sent our one of our partners sent Mm -hmm. over to wes and then uh wes and i looked at it and we were like dude this is awesome and so we started calling, calling, calling these guys about the 26th, 27th phone call they answered. Nice. We're, like, we're flying out. They're like, what? Yeah, we'll, we'll be there, we'll like, be there. in two days. <laughs> I think we booked the flight that night, uh, flew out two days later, and then, again, we had this grand plan. Of, we're like, we're launching July 4th. We're like, yeah. we're, we're, out there. we're, like, we're launching July 4th yeah. next year. Here, we takes us till March the next year. But uh, <laughs> Good intention. Great, they got a great team out there, uh, and they, they did all the branding. We, we brought it down, and we believe in the product and the yeah. studio. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, they. I, I think they killed the logo. I, I, yeah. I love the vibe of it. It's dope, very much. It's so. very inviting and very friendly. And the yeah. fact that it's called like, oh hi, like, yeah. it's it's just cool, you know. <laughs> know. It's attractive. I know. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so bringing a national brand to Oklahoma, I'm sure presents its challenges. But what's been some big successes you guys have already seen? I think when you get into a into an. Uh, the canning business, right? I have mm. no one on our team has been in the canning business. That's a yeah. good. I don't know anything about the canning business. No. Neither until we got into this. Yeah, and, uh, I, I'd say just from to get the project from an idea and just go. Ideas are great, but I, we have a company motto: execution is the only thing that matters. Yeah, uh, and, and to bring an idea and go out there and, and cut the deal and, and come back and execute mm-hmm. uh, and get to here, I, I think is a massive success because it's a lot of work. 
Oh, yeah. It's a lot of equipment. It's oh, a lot yeah. Of, uh, it's a lot of training. Equipment, yeah, because you're mm-hmm. brewing all of it. Yeah. And navigating the finances of yeah. like, having to get equipment and pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's just a, a testament to our team to, to get to the starting line. Yeah. Now it's time to go blow it up. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. So, that's awesome. So is there anything that we can expect from Ojai to bring to the market in the near future other than like what you guys just launched? Are there stuff? Is there other stuff brewing? Yeah, there is. Uh, I'll give a sneak peek. Uh, okay. We're going to do a variety skew. Uh, that, that's not the big drop. Uh, but our next skew will be a 100 milligram four pack. So 25, okay. 25, Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Then, so right now it's just 10. Is that yes. correct? And yep. I, okay. So I do love that you guys started with like the micro dosing, yeah, like yep. inviting people in there because I personally don't take edibles any more than like 13 milligrams, mm-hmm. you know? And so Very specific number. Yeah. I know. Well, I, I've, <laughs> tested, I've tested the waters. Very. I have. One milligram to book up. Well, how do you get to 13? 13. 13.5. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, 20 sometimes is like probably a little bit too much. You know, I feel in control when I'm like at mm. the thir- 15 or below space. Yeah. So like 10 milligrams for me going into trying an Ojai mm-hmm. was comfortable comfortable because yeah. I was just like I know what I already know what this is going to feel mm-hmm. like to an extent I'm not like you know starting with the 25 yeah. and being like should I drink half of this and save the rest for later you know like yeah. and, and running it so I think it's cool that you guys start with microdosing and because there's so, but it's cool though because like you can have more than one people who yeah, are higher like thing. you can have like mm-hmm. you know maybe five of those 10 milligram ones and like you hit your 50 mark and you're like Gucci. You yeah. Know? And then by that time, it's like, it's taken you. I mean, we were there for an hour and it took me 45 minutes to even finish one of my Ojais because I wasn't just pounding it, but I was casually sipping it. Yep. And so even just five, that's a good, probably half a day at the lake, I would say. For sure. I, I, I hate that I keep comparing it to lake days, but that's just where I see myself like drinking when you in Ojai. spend a lot of like, time at, at the, the lake, lake and you've drank the beer and you yeah. know and you've also smoked, you kind of like, it's exciting to be like, we're going to bring it to the lake and try it. Yeah. yeah. What, what lake do y'all usually go to? Uh, okay, we we have a friend who lives on Hiawassee, and cool. so like we get we get that little you know VIP feeling. Yeah, but, like I mean, really anywhere. Like yeah. you follow up is nice mm-hmm. when we have friends out there, but like Arcadia on the yeah. weekends, if people have a boat so local, nice. you just go there. Yeah, and be something about being on the water and being in the yeah. sunshine, listening to some country music or some rap <laughs> music, whatever you want to put in there, <laughs> a mix of both. But um, what about you? Uh, the lake I go to most is probably Texoma. Okay, okay, I, I heard good things about there, so just want a buddy invite. Yeah, yeah a buddy. That. Anywhere you have a buddy who has a lake. I was yeah. like, that's always a plus. That's always a plus. <laughs> so here's a question. How many, what's the most amount of Ojais somebody has drank that you have seen? Just because I'm curious to see what the effect is like once yeah, you get Wes over. Wes and I put it to the test. When I, we had like, we had probably <laughs> eight to 10. Okay, what was that like? It was, it was good. We were high. We were, yeah. <laughs> we were, we were high. Yeah. Uh, it, what is it? Look, when you drink though, because you have a good point that you don't. It takes a minute to consume that much. Yes, consume mm-hmm. that much versus like, okay, if I hit a hundred, like a hundred for me, I don't like that much. Yeah, like I'm, I have a fifty, I'm good at, but even then, I'm you're high for so long. Yeah, yes. Uh, so I like a Mahler dose, especially for fitness. Like mm-hmm. that five and yes. five is my my, my jam. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and I like to do five milligrams before I 
get into endurance. That's Same my, that's hair. My Hell yeah. Skew. Same hair. Have you tried the Go Drops from 1906? No, okay. but I need to. I'm going to give you one before you do it. Yeah, right, yeah I got you. And take it before. Like, so I've, we've been doing Orange Theory, and like, you know, that's an intense workout. I take it's it. All, it. It'll put you in the. That shit. is. That's, we're grinding something. We're doing it, though. Do y'all know Rakim? Uh, yes, yeah, okay. Coach Rock. Goes there. Yeah, yeah, he's a normal. Okay, he, did he play um, at UCO? Yeah, he played corn. We played together. Okay, see, okay, him and the other Josh guy. Yep. They look very similar to me. Burnt Josh, yeah. Okay, but I'm just like, with Rock, I'm like, have I ever seen him? Like, I don't know if he I have. A show. That's so weird. It's so fun. I saw him in the airport. Uh, I flew, my girlfriend and I went to Sedona. Yeah. Uh, and I saw him back in the airport. Uh-huh. I was just so funny. It, and, he, and he's running Orange Theory now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. He's really good. He's I need awesome to go coach. to take his class. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Where would we be going with that conversation? Um, I don't know. I feel like there's oh, a point to that. you... What you, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna ask my next question. Okay. <laughs> but you asked how many. So we drank a bunch when I wish we wanted to, we wanted to, yeah. to put it to the limit. Uh-huh. But my, where I was going with that is because you <laughs> drink, it's not all at once. So it's it slow. Was, it's, it's a slower. Yeah. I mean, they hit fast, but like to consume that much liquid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I was okay. I wasn't out of my mind, which I no. like personally. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was high. Was that yeah. something? Were you like couch locked, or were you like okay, like we could definitely be out in the like? Not that I go to the club, but if I did, like <laughs> I could go to the club and fuck it up. I've been at the club posted like all right. Sitting one of like the big lounge seats, <laughs> just like people watching. <laughs> I'd have been game planning where we're eating after. Yes, sing with me. That is good. Uh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so what's something you have already seen um, as a lack in the Oklahoma market that we could collectively work on together as a community? Dun, dun, Man, dun. I, yeah, no, it took me a minute to think about it. I think it's from the manufacturing standpoint, uh, I think the lab testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the biggest. Uh, and recently, we've done a lot of work with Baseline. They do a great job. Uh, we recently got multiple accounts over at Express Toxicology. Cool. What I've as I've, I mean, we have talked to probably 15 labs mm-hmm. and just trying to... The I amount to of re- labs. It's a lot. And I just, I, I can't stand when I go get a test, the same product tested from two people and there's such a big discrepancy. Yeah. And it's like, wow. it is, it's so, consistency of testing is... is Inconsistent. Mm, yeah, we've recently switched <laughs> to Express Toxicology. I'll give them a shout out. They've, yeah. they've crushed it. Uh, and I, I think they do a really good job. And, and them and Baseline are the two ones we roll with. Okay, cool. yeah. right on. That is really I, I cool. think, though, to answer your question and sum it up, it's the it's the consistency of the lab test for the consumer. Okay. That's yeah, a good that's, one. I feel like we hear that from uh, processors quite often because yeah. mm-hmm. from numbers to numbers. The frustration. Jump. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a lot of money out of your pocket every time you send a product in for testing and the more times you have to send it to make sure it's accurate for the patient. Yep. And the, the fact that they're that different, it's yeah. like, why is this happening? Why are they that, you know, it's kind of, it is. you it's have like a lot what, of questions. At what point do they regulate harder, which I think mm-hmm. that's coming. Yeah. Uh, but I think it comes down to them regulating the labs more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when on. I say regulating, I don't mean regulation from like stopping business, mm-hmm. but I mean like uh, holding a standard, a of higher which, standard which you have to test to. Which yeah. I don't know if they they might have that. I just every time I go to three different labs, I'm getting three different tests. Yeah, I, th- I hopefully when the metric itself. comes into place this this month. Makes me oh, we've been on the metric grind. I know. Uh, we have <laughs> to. It's just, yeah, we are, we are too. We are all the way ready. But yeah. it's good you're ready. Which is nice. Yeah, because I know a lot of people are probably panicking, but it's. I feel like hopefully metric is is going to curve all of that for people and really like 
tailor more stuff down, I'm hoping, yeah. just because it's more seed to sale and you have to pay more attention to everything, yep. that it helps a lot. And it, a and it helps too. weed people out too. Yeah. You know, the, the higher the standards are, you get to weed people out who, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. survival of the fittest and you want the fittest companies, you know? Yeah. The cons- end consumer for sure. Get better yeah. Product. yeah, absolutely. The other thing with metric is it will eliminate, I mean, it is Oklahoma produced products. So I, I do think for the market and the guys who have been playing by the rules and mm-hmm. Uh, producing everything in Oklahoma, I think it will be a uh, to the market. I think it will be great. Oh, hundred percent. It's yeah. a beast, and it's just uh, you know we've taken the stance on a uh, accept it. It's the rules moving forward, so you yeah. better embrace it because this is the game we're playing. So yeah, just own it. It's a good attitude. Know, what, which one yeah. we've done? Yeah, which is a good way to look at it. Absolutely. So, what type of patients would you say um, Ohio would be great for? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, again, it's for the consumer who the the mega pothead who can take 250 milligrams. It's mm-hmm. probably not probably not your number one <clears throat> skew. It's for the it's for the people who enjoy uh, a lighter dose. It's for guys who aren't just like a heavy dosers in cannabis. Now mm-hmm. that being said, I'm a pretty regular user of cannabis. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can take a lot. Uh, it still has an effect on me. Every I mean, it's very consistent, and we pride ourselves on. Yeah, and uh, it's it's the people who like to socially consume with with people and it's also a good skew for people just kind of starting in pot and i yeah. think a big big deal the beginner i think is really important mm-hmm. it is and and i think a ton like edibles get a bad rap because they're overdosed and no one yeah and, and it's just the, it, yeah it's an overdosing thing like you took too much to start yeah. i also think it's uh, there's something to be said about like both of us have said we've felt bubbly and like giddy and just good i feel like a lot of times when people are wanting edibles especially when they're wanting a mood boost, that's specifically what they're looking for. And with edibles, it becomes hard to be like, uh, well, this will do it for you when really it's like, I don't really know if it's going to do that right. for you. It did it for me in that moment, but I don't know if that's a consistent experience mm-hmm. I can have for you every single time, yeah. you know? And to add to that too, like I don't think everybody always wants to chew a sugary gummy of some sort to yes. consume their 10 milligrams that yeah. they need, you know, yeah. something like, you know, a lot of people hate edibles or like the consistency or some of them are bad and you're just like What's chewing and like, Oh, when is this going to end? Kind of just swallow it faster. You know? Teeth green. Why is this <laughs> right. <dying>? right? <laughs> yeah. But well, like, it's refreshing yeah. to have like a beverage like that to where you're like, okay, like this is on the go and like it's liquid and, it tastes great, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different vibe. Not a bunch I'm, of. I want to give us a shameless plug. I do, do think it. another big deal is uh, we. It's not a ton of calories. It is low in sugar. Yeah, I know. I'm health conscious. I'm well, a, and a lot up. of my patients are too, where they're like, oh, well, you know, like something that doesn't have a lot of calories, or you know, is like vegan, or you know, doesn't have a ton of sugar, or reds, or mm-hmm. greens, or blues. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's very important. That's none of our edibles. So what else can I get you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's one of another attractive thing yeah. is more people are leaning towards the cleaner, yeah. you know, green mindset. And I feel like yeah, and it's hard to find edibles that are like that. And I wouldn't necessarily consider this an edible, but we're just gonna categorize it as an edible. Um, but it's cool that you guys are doing that. It's just a different approach that people there's drink companies out here doing it but the dose is so high it's not comfortable yes it is uncomfortable. and it's like it's 50 milligram shots or 25 milligram which 25 is still but like for this the minimal consumer mm-hmm. the one who's like just wanting a and the light mindful breeze, consumer yeah That's it's a good word. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that's i i've never even entertained a drink option because they all are over 25 and it's like i don't 
one, I don't want to have to drink for that long. I may as well just eat one gummy, but two, the taste is horrible usually. I mean, you want something that tastes good. Yeah. If you I'm drinking just, like, it. Syrup, like, you yeah. know, like a, you don't want to taste yeah. that. I don't know. I, don't when I drank my first Ojai. I was like, all right, this is the first drink I've had where I, could, I, I want another one. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. We even drank the CBD one and that was really good too, which I thought was cool. I didn't know that Ojai had CBD. Dude, I, need to, well. I need to try the CBD I'm one. Like, I'm all yeah. about the, let me feel what my body feels like with it. I you know? know. Yeah. Although, yeah. I, I think the best impact CBD is if you're wound up or anxious about mm-hmm. something or just it, it it's like takes the edge off oh, it does yeah it's like i, I always like it. picture it this is like kind of cheesy but like a little a little weed fairy is like sprinkling <laughs> like this little pixie dust yeah. over your head and you're just like this like hmm like okay that was just what i needed I, seriously i, I feel like cbd does that to brain me and thoughts yeah I know. <laughs> So, Tucker, we ask this question all the time and love hearing what people have to say, but what's a stigma you would like to see change revolving cannabis? Something that makes your eyes roll. You're like, really? Like, come on. Probably the pot gets a bad name for people, like, I guess a bad business name sometimes. The word pot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, there's all spectrums, and so I can't generalize Mm -hmm. all this, but there is some really, really good operators in this world, Mm -hmm. uh, and and I don't know if they get enough respect for the business they do in this industry because it's a hard like it is the den of wolves man you better you better dot your i's and cross your t's and not everyone's nice yeah now now, all that being said on the flip end there are great people Mm -hmm. right super good people to work with. we could agree with what you're saying though but it's both sides of the world because it's just how they came up yeah it's been it's been it's been in the dark so long. There's a lot of people who've had a lot of success in the dark. Yeah, you got a, a lot of different cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, just the legitimacy of business, honestly, because yeah. there is like this thing is there's some legit business going on in Oklahoma City yeah. right now in in the pot world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. That's, that was a really good answer. Nobody said that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, I, I think this concludes our episode for today. Tucker, thanks so much for taking time to be here with us again. It's been such a pleasure as yes. always every time that we get to talk to you and see you. Yes, we are so grateful for you taking the time and your team and you guys out here just hustling and making moves in our home state, spreading knowledge and love and creating micro doses for us mindful users. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah. So guys, stay tuned for next week's episode. And as always, Brand, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.